Hello, welcome to this edition of the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. With me now is the superintendent of the Cobb County School District, Mr. Chris Ragsdale. Mr. Ragsdale, thanks for joining us. Absolutely, my pleasure. Now, summer break is almost over and the doors are about to open on 112 schools. Does work, this may be, don't laugh too hard, does work slow down for you and your staff uh, during the summertime? You know, it's really funny that I still get that question. You know, well, I guess you're excited about uh, summer break. Uh, Do you work during the summer? (laughs) You know, so uh, it turns out we do. Um, You know, it's it's one of those things that is a challenge. Um, You know, it it seems like that, that it... It would kind of slow down to take a breath during the summer. Of course, that's when mm-hmm. you, you know, possibly get to take vacations and, and those kind of things. But in theory. In theory. In theory, <laughs> yeah. Um, but in, in actuality, that's when construction really gets ramped up, um, technology upgrades. Like, for example, this summer we had a, a big push to get uh, the new teacher laptops rolled out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had uh, – about 60% of those uh, rolled out over the summer, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, that's, that's actually exciting for the teachers to know that's coming absolutely. if they haven't already got it. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, you know the, the way the calendar is set up, that uh, it does seem like summer is, is very quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the uh, periodic breaks uh, spread out through the year, um, that also helps with uh, getting kind of a – a breather, if you will, during the year. So it's, I think it's a win-win for everybody. Well, and, and toward that end, um, I've heard it said that, uh, it also gives our, our health for students and teachers alike, uh, a chance to recover because being cooped up inside for too long can be detrimental to anyone's health. Yeah. Right? You know, before the, the breaks were injected into the calendars, uh, the longest stint was, uh, January to spring break. Hmm. And uh, it, it went, but right before you got to spring break, um, it it got pretty chaotic. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think that uh, the periodic breaks do help. Um, and uh, you know, it is certainly not a lot of research behind it. We're not trying to say that one one way is better than the other. But mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we do feel like that the periodic breaks do help both staff and students alike. Well, I think you end up with a lot happier folks along the way. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you mentioned challenges a minute ago. Uh, looking back on the past school year, are, are there challenges that uh, or wins for that matter that come to your mind that uh, you want to take forward with? you moving into the next year yeah probably not probably um absolutely the biggest win uh was during the budget season and Mm -hmm. us being able to uh, (laughs) provide every employee with the biggest raise in the history of the Cobb County School District that's a definite win right there exactly that that doesn't happen by happenstance and it certainly doesn't happen uh by sheer luck um there's a lot of planning that went into that um certainly um the state budget uh provided additional funds as well Mm -hmm. but um having a tremendous financial services division uh that's able to forecast to the to the nth degree literally um so that we have a high level of confidence in the numbers that we're using during the budget it really allowed us to maximize that raise for every employee and and to be able to say to every single employee you're going to get a a minimum of eight percent up to a 12.6 percent raise is just uh, phenomenal that is staggering when you what was it the the governor uh, gave us two or three percent 
Um, it, well, it wasn't a percent. It was uh, 3000 Okay. $3,000 right. per uh, employee in certain groups. So it wasn't every single employee, but it was multiple groups of employees. And for a number of reasons that uh, doesn't, uh, like you just said, it doesn't always translate into a percentage across the board. Uh, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> exactly. Plan. But but it does stand to, to say right now that um, the way that it was done this year mm-hmm. is the most preferred way because when when the state says we're going to give a 2% pay raise to teachers, mm-hmm. well, that pay raise is applied to the state salary schedule. So that 2% is applied to the state salary schedule. Well, in Cobb, we pay over 20% higher than the state salary schedule. Mm. Wow. So that 2% does not come across as dollar for dollar. But when they do it like they did this year and say $3,000 for every employee in these groups of employees – that is dollar for dollar, and it's it's a bigger help for large districts, especially in the metro area, that all pay higher than the state salary schedule. Well, I tell you what, I haven't heard such high morale um, in, uh, I guess, the last decade as I have since that raise went into effect. There are a lot of excited, not just teachers, but employees. Absolutely. And, and you know, we, we talk about being one team mm-hmm. um, and how we value each team member, and I think that uh, the raise in particular – helped everyone that is a team member in Cobb understand that we truly do put our money where our mouth is. And and if we're going to say we value our people, um, we have uh, presented that value monetarily this time uh, through the race. Certainly money is not everything, right? um, but it's a big piece of it. All right. So, uh, yeah, the raise was huge. I think you said uh, eight, eight, uh, percent and the uh, somebody who is going into a what's called a step level uh, step up is going to possibly experience as much as a twelve point six percent. Is that that's uh, right? That's ballpark? the range. Okay, right. Well, that that is phenomenal. And uh, on behalf of a lot of a lot of employees, thank you for going there. Absolutely, uh, that, that's it. not an easy thing to do. And it also says something to do about. Um, our staff in general, right, that uh, there was money that was not spent because they were wise with, with the funds. Is that a fair statement? That That is a fair statement. It's, it's certainly not a huge piece of it, uh-huh. but every dollar counts. And so when we're focused as an organization on maximizing our funds, and that's not to say, hey, we're not going to buy this so that we can save money and, right. and use it for raises. But when we're very um, conscientious um, about the efficiency and the effectiveness of dollars spent Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're put in the right place and that we are getting the biggest bang for the buck, that is proven every year when we're able to use a percentage of fund balance toward the budget, which includes raises and and those kind of things. So it, it, it certainly is a team effort. So it's not just saving dollars, it's getting value out of each dollar that we That's spend. right, exactly. Right. Well, so what are some of the, the uh, new things that we can look forward to in the next year, uh, good or bad for that matter? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we, we are continuing on our implementation of CTLS, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's, that's kind of one of the biggest things that, um, you know, I committed to when I was named uh, superintendent was not to buy into fads. Mm. Um, you know, it's real easy for school districts, especially superintendents, <clears throat> excuse me, to uh, to go down this path of, you know, a salesman comes in and says, hey, you know, if you buy this product, if you buy this silver bullet, then your test scores are going to go up by 20 <laughs> percent. Right. 
And that's just not, um, that's not reality. Um, and it's not fair to both teachers um, that, you know, get thrown at um, all of the fads and, you know, you've got to do this now. It's a new way of doing things. Mm-hmm. But I think what we have done with CTLS is, is we have taken input from our teachers. So when we're trying to provide the best tool for a teacher to utilize in the classroom, to utilize data, to make the decisions to affect change in their classroom each and every day, I think it speaks very loudly um, to the fact that we're taking the input from them Mm -hmm. and not just taking input and saying, thanks for the input. That's great. (laughs) But we're taking that input and rolling it into the creation of the CTLS tool. It's an active role. Exactly. And I, and I think that's what makes us stand out um, apart from any other district as we have very large districts coming in to see how we're going about this and how we're getting these things accomplished Mm -hmm. when quite honestly they have said you know we've been trying to do this for years and you guys are doing it so regardless if it's how we acquire resources um, or you know just how we present the data to the teachers in order to to affect that positive change with each individual student and I think that's that's one of the focuses that we have is that data is great, but we've got to provide the teachers with the data for each individual student. Um, that's where the success lies. So, yeah, that, that's kind of an exciting angle. I know this isn't necessarily a, a podcast about CTLS, which is the Cobb Teaching and Learning System. Correct. Okay. Uh, and listeners, if you're interested in getting more information on that, you can go back and, and listen to one of our prior co- uh, podcasts about that. Uh, to drill down into it. But the exciting thing about it, in my my mind, is that differentiation, that uh, a teacher can actually meet each individual student's needs in the moment, right? And and so you end up with a better result. Okay, so that uh, CTLS is awesome. Uh, what else is, is uh, coming up in the next year? Is there anything to keep our eyes open for? Or? You know, we're always in the process of upgrading technology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, technology has become an expectation, um, not sure. a luxury uh, any longer within the classroom. Of course, that's my background. So, you know, I'm, I'm certainly more in tune uh, with that. But um, that's one of the tremendous benefits we have in this district of SPLOST. Um, without SPLOST, we would not be able to continually update the technology in the classroom. I, I mentioned earlier about the new teacher laptops, mm-hmm. um, you know, making sure the teachers have the latest and greatest technology in their hands to utilize as a tool in in their teaching so that's not something else they have to worry about Um, so it it it's that um, process of being able to be on a continuous update cycle without having to worry about outdated technology Mm. yeah there's nothing worse than uh Making good headway on a lesson and suddenly you're sitting there waiting for the computer to yeah. finish spinning or whatever. Absolutely. Well, um, challenges. Uh, it, I know there are always various challenges that pop up throughout the year. Are there any at this point that you can scope out or are you just kind of keeping an eye on the horizon trying to see what's coming our way? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, budget is always going to be a challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we've, we've talked about the raise and how positive that was, uh, but the budget process for us is always a challenge because the revenue we bring in, um, it, it does not necessarily compare apples to apples for what other metro districts are able to experience. Um, so 
it's it's always a tremendous point for us to be able to brag about having the lowest central administrative costs mm. uh, in the metro area of any large district. Um, and, and that's tremendous because, um, <laughs> you know, that shows that we're putting our money in the value of students. Absolutely. We're not uh, we're not over emphasizing uh, the top level and the number of employees and the amount of money we spend um, at the central administration level. So that mm-hmm. that is always a, a point um, of accolade, if you will, to, to brag about. But. Um, you know, the challenge is always there um, getting back to CTLS and, and one of the benefits of it is, is going to be at some point in time being able to reduce the number of standardized tests. Mm. That's always our focus because, uh, again, parents, uh, you know, are very in tune with this. Um, students are, are over-tested um, mm-hmm. for nothing more than to check a box. Yeah. And, and if an assessment is going to be administered, and good assessments are definitely required sure. for teachers to be able to know where students are and where they need to be and what they need to do to get them there. But to, to administer an assessment for nothing more than to check a box because of an accountability method or because of, and, and by accountability, I mean from a state and federal level. Right. We just need to get out of that uh, practice. Um, we need to make sure that we're being held accountable at the level of academic success, that we're hiring the best teachers to put in front of every single student in our district. And uh, that's that's where that needs to remain. Um, we don't need to try to have state and federal assessments that are administered um, that do nothing more than check a box and create mm-hmm. high anxiety levels for students and teachers alike. They don't really help the student, uh, yeah. him or herself. Yeah, right? It has yeah. no impact on student learning whatsoever. Wow. Well, um, do you have any last-minute uh, last advice for parents as they prep their students for uh, the school year? Yeah, I mean, parental engagement is paramount. Um, mm. and, and I know in, in, in our society today, most families have uh, both parents uh, that work or uh, students are in a single parent household where mm-hmm. that, that one parent is having to work to provide makes it hard for the family. Absolutely. And so uh, I know we're not doing a, a podcast about CTLS, but, um, you know, <laughs> one, of the, one. <laughs> one of the things that we're focused on is CTLS parent. Mm-hmm. And that is a module that we're gearing toward helping the parents identify resources that they can use with their students while at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when uh, when parents are looking for things, it's very difficult for them sometimes to know, okay, where to go to look. So what we're doing is, is trying to put together, and it's very complex, but to put together uh, a module within CTLS that parents can go into they can see where their student or students are mm-hmm. in relation to academic performance. So with the reading inventory and the, and the math inventory and various assessments that are provided to where you can see where your student is, mm-hmm. then we're going to make available the appropriate resources based on that data to parents that we already have. So if a student demonstrates that he or she is maybe weak in uh, Unit 7, then the parents got to be able to see that that's what's going on and then be pointed to resources that help help the student that's correct okay yes. so that that means the parents won't have to be searching the internet that's correct and possibly misleading their student absolutely not that i have ever personally done that with absolutely. any of my children or okay. spending time i hate to say this actually wasting time yeah. on exercises or material that really is not going to have that impact for that student where the student needs it. Yeah. 
That's a so, good point. Very yeah, good. So being able to, pr- to to provide those resources without it being a cost to the parents yeah. um, in a real-time format that is not, well, you got to wait until the end of the Chapter 7 to know how your student is doing. And then by, you know, by the time you get to chapter 10, you're, you know, so far behind. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So the, the point is to be proactive rather than reactive. That's fantastic. And it's all, like you said, it's no cost to the parent. If correct. Once this thing is out. Well, that's, that's awesome. I'm as a parent, I'm excited about that angle. So uh, anything else you want to add? You know, it's just exciting um, as I have leadership kickoff and I speak to the new teachers that we have. And, of course, we got district-wide broadcast coming up this week. Mm-hmm. It, it's exciting for me to see the excitement in our teachers as they come back yeah. because it, it, it truly is a calling to be a teacher. Oh, yeah. Um, we have the greatest teachers in the world in Cobb. And it shows. Um, it shows in our academic performance, but it shows as our one team having that one goal of student success. It, it's because of what the teachers do. Now, you know, we have two types of employees in our district and only two, those that teach and those that serve those that teach. Mm-hmm. And it takes the entire team to be successful. But at the end of the day, when you see the excitement right before the start of school in our teachers, that says that we have the best teachers in place for every single student that that are going to be excited to receive every single one of their students and take them to where they need to be academically. Well, if you can't engage the teachers, you certainly can't engage the student. That's right. right. That's right. Okay. Well, folks, we've been listening to the superintendent of Cobb County School District, Chris Ragsdale. Ms. Ragsdale, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. And you can learn more about what's happening in the school district by visiting the district website at www.cobbk12.org. You'll be able to find a lot of information there about the school district, as well as seeing stories about the great things that are happening throughout the school year. Also, if you are interested in passing along the word to some of your friends who might find this uh, information valuable to them, just have them search for the Inside Scoop podcast, and you'll be able to find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Music, and all sorts of places. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.